0002. Good morning, lovey doveys. This is Eric Paris Wright coming to you from The Hub, Boston, Massachusetts. And this is Taste Better from Scratch. Understanding the shore of salvation today, we will be talking about, is an essential to your life, to understanding the purpose of your life. To be able to get to the shore of salvation is a whole other story. So let's uh, open up and unpeel this onion, if you would, and see what's inside. It might be pungent, it might be strong, it might make you cry. But I'll tell you something, it tastes good when you understand its true worth and the meaning of what it provides. So, we're going to read... From the New International Version today, my own Bible, and um, I have some scriptures that will pertain and possibly help and bless you, and you can take it down for later for your personal reading. I always suggest when you read a scripture, because scripture can be abused by individuals, people will pick out pieces and portions. A lot like the media, they will take portions of an entire video. You might have a 36-second video, and they'll take 6 seconds and 12 seconds and, you know, the 30-second seconds, and they'll piece it all together for their own value and worth in the segment. So, I always suggest that when you go to read a scripture, you read the entire chapter wrapped around it i mean it might take a little bit of time but i i don't promise anything unless it has to do with the bible i promise you it will be worth it it will make it better understanding and it'll feed what you're looking for my purpose here is hopefully to bless those with questions in serving the Lord. It's not for me. This is not for my purpose. This is for the our Lord and Savior's purpose. This is for God's purpose. So I, I pray that whatever I do here will help somebody there with whatever it is that you need that you're looking for. That if you have any questions, you should be able to get the answers through whatever we talk about here. So... I would like to say by start by saying thank you for stopping in and I pray you just wellness and peace and love and joy over your mind, body and soul and whatever it is that you're searching for. You can close your eyes in prayer and, and God will answer yes, no or maybe. So the shore of salvation. I use this as a staple in most of my speaking, sermons, whatever it is that we do, conversation, um, it's important to understand. It's, it's huge. Such a beautiful thing to know your worth in this world. How do you know your worth? What do we normally do? We run around lost in the dark doing what we do to serve our purposes. The world feeds us the idea that we must maintain a strength and ability 
to be the strongest of the fittest. That is a hard and heavy obligation. Those are some big bags of sand. Now, it's already rough enough carrying bags of sand out in the open on your feet on areas that are secure and sound. It's not easy. I don't know if you've ever carried a bag of sand. Maybe you have for work, uh, whether you do construction, whatever the case may be, you are at home. If you got a little sandbox for your kids, it's never, never easy or light. The world wants you to believe, and the world is run by Satan. It wants you to believe that you must carry these bags of sand. It's essential that all the weight of the world has to be on your shoulders. What you have to do is you have to take on responsibilities and things that you may not be able to handle. But God says he will never give you anything that you cannot handle. He'll never give you too much. Ever. And the best way I can describe it is we're all out in the middle of the deep, dark, scary, treacherous ocean, swimming, treading water, just to keep our heads afloat and maintain a wellness to save our lives. This is the idea and the way of the world. It gets dark out in the ocean. There's no street lights out there. You ain't got no house lights. You certainly are not carrying a flashlight while you're trying to tread water. So it's a very scary situation and a place to be. The great thing is our Lord God, the eternal healer, King of Kings, Prince of Peace, our Savior, has given us what we need, everything that we need. It starts with understanding the Bible. It's hard to understand the Bible unless you get into it, unless you dwell in it. It's a relationship. The reason people don't understand how to read the Bible is because they're not pursuing a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the key. As soon as you give your life to Lord God and establish your relationship with Jesus Christ and, and well up the Holy Spirit within you, changes everything. Everything in your life changes. So we're out there, all of us in the world, swimming, treading water in the deep, dark sea. You can't see nothing. You don't know what's underneath you. You know that there's potential for danger. You don't have a balance to maintain or stabilize your life. You don't have solid ground. We are meant to be on solid ground. Water is a pleasure luxury that we are able to dwell in for a short period of time. But living in the world today... And for 2,000 years, plus years, is dangerous because there's so much going on. It's so vast. It's so versatile. It's so fast. And it's not 
a place you can get your bearings on your own. It's just not possible. I know this firsthand. It's my personal testimony. The only reason I'm here today sharing this with you is because of that testimony. It says in the Bible from Luke chapter 6 verse 46. Excuse me. This is Luke chapter 6 verse 46. I had to find my page. I, the other book would not give it to me. Satan's funny with the internet. This is Luke chapter 6 verse 46 in the New International Version. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. That is a portion of the shore of salvation. What it is, is Jesus Christ is the foundation for our lives. Those sandbags are no longer carried on our shoulders. You're not bringing sandbags into the water or else you will sink and die. That's the way to the world. That's what Satan wants. He wants you to be exhausted. He wants you to be absolutely torn so that he can use you to do whatever it is he wants when we get tired when we get blacked out we see red when people go into places we don't belong when we take on more than what god gives us and that means we make a choice to do these things we choose to get into situations and in, in ways that is just too much we take on too much. And that's a dangerous place to be because when we get to that level of exhaustion, Satan's able to swoop in and do what he wants. And then we're held accountable for the actions that we've allowed by dwelling in sin. Jesus being the foundation. Even on sand, Jesus being the foundation, we are able to build our lighthouse through him. The only way that we're able to build the lighthouse is by him being the foundation. And we are able to stack our blocks that he's given us the ability to build with to make that a lighthouse. Lord God powers the lighthouse, the light in our lighthouse. He gives us the power to maintain, keep up, and keep well that lighthouse. We all know what a lighthouse does. And if you don't, let me explain to you right now. A lighthouse will be on the shore. And on the shore, 
the lighthouse looks over the ocean to guide those who need to find the shore to get to safety, to get to security, to get to a solid foundation, to get to the place that they need to be at. And that includes all of us. The lighthouse is given the power to light over the ocean. And what that indicates to anybody that's lost in sea is the direction to get to the shore. What happens next? When you get to the shore, you can do as you please. But being on the shore of salvation is such an amazing thing that most of us take advantage of. That subtle voice, that conscience that constantly speaks to us and says, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. We either bypass it or listen to it. If you've ever noticed, when you listen to your conscience, that gut feeling, that intuitive way, and it's against something bad, you are thanking God regardless. Whether you like it or not, thank God that situation is now alleviated. Thank God I didn't dive into that situation. Thank God I didn't blow that light. Thank God I left a few minutes late. Some people use the word luck. And like I say, if you really want to put your life on the flip of a coin, <laughs> you got a 50-50 chance of enjoying that, that word that you want to use so much. I'm not taking that chance. I did for many, many years. I carried a lot of sandbags. I couldn't stabilize myself. I treaded a ton of dark water. Things touching my legs, brushing against me, the frigid, freezing, jack cold of that water. You know how heavy salt water can get after a while? You'll learn. As long as you keep doing it on your own, if you keep trying to handle business in your own will, in your own way, it's going to get real heavy. And then Satan will throw the sandbags at you. Can't tread water with sandbags on you in the deep, dark sea. You will sink and die. There's one of two places that you go. Jail or death. Everybody knows this. Anybody who has issues at home, abuse, abuse, drug abuse, um, whatever, whatever the case is, any sort of heavier than what God offers, you understand there's one of two places we end up living in sin. Tread in the water in the deep dark sea, not paying attention to the lighthouse, not taking heed to that special light that is trying to bring us to the shore of salvation. It is so essential to understand the importance of this. I want to read from Matthew ch chapter 5, verse 14. Again, New International Version. Word of the Lord. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. 
in the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It's <laughs> right there. Everything we're going to talk on these on this cast, everything, my time with this podcast, bless that it's well, it's well upon everyone's hearts. We are going to delve into scripture and and talk about my life, trials in the water. So you can understand that it's it's been foreseen. It's been done. These things that we go through, somebody's gone through it. But all the answers are in the Bible. Everything that you need, that you're looking for, is in the power of prayer. Lord God, our Father, will never give you too much to handle. Satan is the total opposite. He'll try to throw more sandbags on your shoulders. If you're out in the big, great, big sea, the huge sea, trying to tread water for your life, and Satan's throwing sandbags at you, you do realize that it's going to land you in one of two places. Pay attention to the lighthouse. See that light. That light is a Christian who found Jesus Christ, who made him the foundation of their life. And they were able to build that lighthouse based off of what he has given them. He's given you. He's given me. Whether you're a Christian or not, whether you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart or not, you have the ability to be a lighthouse. Our job here on earth is to serve Lord God, to help our brothers and sisters in need. Do you really want to see your mother, your father, your brothers, your sisters, your husband, your wife, your kids, your sons, your daughters, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your uncles, aunts? Do you really want to see these people out in the ocean having sandbags thrown at them to make them sink and die? I don't think so. I really don't think anybody wants that for their lives. I know you don't want that for your life. Nobody would ever want to see anybody struggle. Why do you think it was used so detailed and, and intensely in Titanic? Jack's on the side of the raft. Freezing. Now, it is... A real measure that somebody was in those waters from the Titanic sinking and came out, did not have to be amputated, and still was able to function as an athletic being. So they were able to be savvy in a, in a sport game, a tennis player. I don't remember his name, but so it's possible. Could he have gotten up on the raft with her? Absolutely. Did they not? No, it's part of the movie. That's the allure of the movie. They want you dramatic. They want you sucked into it. They want you catching sandbags. But the point is, that was so dramatic. And the reason being is so that you were there in the moment. Understand, that's it. It's as real as that. It's cold. It's dark. 
it's nasty and it's scary. You don't have much time to tread water in this world. Anybody who understands, again, abuse, addiction, unwellness, knows that that ocean will suck you up real fast. And again, Satan is not our ally. People will say that hell's going to be a party. It'll be. Think about the. Stop and think for real. People who talk like that have a deep set of fears inside of them and they're just showing off, throwing fireworks all over the place just to impress. So, I mean, honestly, just think. Seriously, do you really want to be out in the ocean, treading water till you sink or freeze? The world is a very scary, dangerous place. The only way... To be well and to understand. And it's not easy. The Christian lifestyle is not easy. You know, I don't have many friends. But the ones that I do, I love very much. And I'm so thankful for them. If you're here today, and I know they are. Because my friends want to be supportive. They want to be lighthouses. The empowered, the empowering nature of being a Jesus freak is, which I identify as, the same as our pastor, identifies as a Jesus freak. Anybody who understands knows and identifies well in the name of Jesus, Kingdom man, Kingdom woman, Jesus freak, Shepherd warriors. These are words of empowerment for something. That only one can wear armor and get on the front lines and do. As I was saying, the Christian walk is not an easy walk. But I would much rather be on the shore of salvation. Being a light that shines before men. So they can see my good deeds. And I'm not trying, nobody, no, no, no Christian is trying to get accolades or, or trying to be a hype man. Nobody's trying to get up. We're just trying to do the best that we can with the gifts and talents that Lord God has blessed us with. Because we understand and appreciate that beauty a lighthouse provides. The strength that it holds up. The ocean will try to tear a lighthouse down. And if you are built properly on the foundation of our Father, even the, the, the waves cannot crash it down. That's amazing. That is a powerful light on a hill that looks over the essence and the nature of our brothers and sisters who are struggling and dying in the world in that deep, dark sea. Be a light that brings them to a shore of salvation that Lord God provides. He wants to give us solidarity. He wants to give us a place where we can walk comfortably and well. Even if you are not accepting to be a Christian, if you are whatever you claim to be, and you curse God, He still has provided you a place to land your feet comfortably and well. That is how much our God, our Lord, our loving Father loves us. 
that he wants to be sure that you have a place to plant your feet and solidate whatever foundation you choose. But he just wants you to be a lighthouse. He wants you to be a lighthouse and express and show and be beautiful as he made you to be. We don't need extra. We don't need to be shiny or art, you know, artsy on our bodies to to be amazing. God made you in the perfect image of himself. Does not mean you're perfect or I'm perfect. None of us are perfect. But he made us in such a way that we can be amazing every day we choose to. Or vice versa. We can be horrible and miserable and abusive. Challenged. Disdained. Uncomfortable. Irritable. Pick and choose whatever word you decide to. But understand, it's a choice. One of the greatest gifts, and this will be a later number. One of the greatest gifts is free will. It's it's so underestimated. That might be more than a 39-minute session or time together, if you wouldn't. But it is amazing. It is so amazing. I want to read from... John chapter 8, verse 12, which says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I'm going to read it again. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen. I. It's so powerful. You have to understand, and you will not understand unless you give your life to Jesus Christ, and then you'll understand. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. He is the light of the world. Understand, you make it out of the scariest place to anybody. We have places in the ocean that have not been discovered. We have supposedly landed on the moon. We have satellites in the atmosphere looking at all the globe-shaped planets. But we have not seen all of the ocean. That is a vast Scary environment. Next time you go to the beach and you're standing there wherever you decide to stand, because some people won't even make it three feet in the water. Jellyfish are the scariest sea creature to me. The scariest sea creature to me. They are dangerous. But I'll still get in the water. I have faith in God. I have faith. I pray. I pray before I eat because I don't know where my food comes from. I pray before I get in the water. I pray before I get in the car. I pray incessantly because I understand how big the world is. Never mind the ocean, but the entire world. We are in an amazing place that was created by a creator. 
just like the vehicles we get into, the donuts we eat, all that Starbucks coffee everybody's getting. Guess what? Somebody created it. From the plastic cups and the emblem that goes on those cups, the paper cups, whatever, right down to the coffee bean. There is a creator. And if you can't appreciate that, next time you want to make a piece of art or you want to do something that you're proud of, think about it when somebody says, no, those things crash together. So if you take a pencil and you make a beautiful piece of art, you draw somebody that you love dearly, and you, you know, oh, hey, look, it, isn't this great? Or you hang it up and someone's like, wow, that's amazing. Who did that? You didn't do that, did you? No, no, a pencil, two pieces of lead smacked together. Well, you know, the lead hit the paper and that was it. You're demising the creator. We'll get into that another time. But he is the light of the world. That light empowers us to be a beautiful, great lighthouse so that we can serve. So that we can tell others about how amazing that world light is. That, that light of the world. He is the power that we dwell within. I am the light of the world. We, he is the power that we dwell within. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. But will have the light of life. He's the light of the world. He empowers us. He is in our will. We have the Holy Spirit within us, the light of the world that is within us. And if, when we walk with Jesus, we will have the light of life, therefore making us a lighthouse that shines over a dark sea. With all the power that we need because we've accepted Jesus Christ into our hearts. If you should accept Jesus Christ into your heart. He takes you out of those deep, dredgingly dark seas. Guiding you with a lighthouse. Another Christian brother or sister. Who sits on unstable ground. Which he makes stable. Able to light over the dark sea. You see how important that is? How amazing that is? On the shore of salvation, you have a choice whether you decide you want to be a part of Jesus or not. And that's a dangerous place to choose not to as well. Because Satan dwells within the entire earth. He's just trying to drop sandbags on your shoulders so that you can put them in his playground and he can just make everybody exhausted and take over. All right, people. Lovey doveys, friends, foes, whoever you may be, I pray you have a beautiful day. I pray you take in all of the joys that we're blessed with. All of these wonderful created creations of God. Our Lord God. Didn't just happen. Two rocks did not smack together. Think about it. Next time you make an amazing cup of coffee. Or a beautiful breakfast for your family. Whatever it is that you do. You have to take. The power that you've been given. And put things together. Together. 
and make a creation that others can enjoy. That's what God has done for us. He created us, created this earth for us to be on so that we can dwell together and be well one, with one another. Be light over dark sea. As a Christian, I say it's the easiest, hardest thing I've ever done in my life because God, Lord God, chose me to be light in dark places. That's not easy. It's not easy at all, but it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's great. It opens up an understanding to what we are worth. You want to know what you're worth? You want to feel amazing? You want to feel good? You want to be empowered? You want to um, have self-care and self-love? The key to all those things is understanding who created it. You know, the Bible is the instruction manual. Follow it. Be about it. It'll help you. The power of prayer is the recharger for your your phone, for your battery. Giving love is being the light that he provided to us. It's a deep, dark world. And we need to be more vigilant and diligent about being a light over a dark sea for those who are drowning. Whether it's people we love or people we hate. Generally, if you hate somebody, at some point in time, you truly love them. So forgiveness is another key we will talk about at another time. I pray you all a wonderful, beautiful day. Let's pray briefly. Thank you, Jesus, for this day and all the blessings you bestow upon us. I thank you for allowing us free will understanding, and you being the light of the world. You give us the ability to choose a power source that will never let us down. You give us the ability to choose the power source or deny it. By choosing, you give us another light that will guide us to your shore of salvation. So when we step on, we still have another choice whether we accept that shore of salvation to build our lighthouse that you want us to be over another part of the sea to help others. And the only way to get that structure well built is to give you everything so that you can be the foundation so that we have a strong, sturdy, well-built lighthouse that will withstand Everything the world has to offer to break us down. And you will empower us as you do every day. Rather be a light on a hill with no basket over my head on a sturdy foundation. And I thank you. I thank you for allowing me understanding and wellness in that. I ask anybody here today can feel your power and understand 
your light for their life. The energy that you want to bring to them every single day. I pray that they take moments in time or a moment in time just to pray to your name and ask. Your answer will always be yes, no, or wait. But there will always be an answer within that time frame. So I ask that they endure patience and understanding, wellness, and peace. And be a light in someone's life today. Pray for anybody in unwellness, whether it be long-term or short-term. The newest of illnesses that we've been enduring. I ask that all be well with those who are struggling. And that this prayer goes into whoever may need it now and that it blesses the hearts of those who are trying to understand in your mighty name we pray i had your protection wellness and repentance of our sins in jesus name amen all right brothers and sisters thank you for hanging out today in this second session march 6th the shore of salvation I pray you you are able to see the light, dwell towards it, and work to be an amazing light that others also need. All right, brothers and sisters, take care. God bless. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Love you.